From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. I'm RJ Bell with the Sports Betting Headlines for Wednesday. Big story, Baker Mayfield. We're going to break it down from every perspective. What happens to the Browns' odds? What happened to the Panthers' odds? And everything in between. And me and AJ, a big disagreement about this trade. Here in Vegas, NBA Summer Leagues, the Thunder with a big win last night, and there's a new Rookie of the Year favorite off of that game. In the rest of the NBA action, we got Brooklyn. They're talking about trading Durant and Irving, but some of their actions say maybe these two are going to be staying, maybe against their will. We'll see. Here comes a full hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. You heard it, I'm RJ, live in Las Vegas, live on a Wednesday, a busy Wednesday, live on 226 FSR Station, across this great, great nation. Sports bettors listen for the money, sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. AJ, you're the fan that beats a man, but I got a question for you before we even start. You ready? All right, all right I'm ready. You're going to give me an honest answer? I'll give you, I'll do the best I can. You have trouble sometimes giving honest answers? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you ever chugged the Gatorade 
before a show feeling like you're getting ready for like a game almost never okay i have today uh just about 30 seconds ago are you feeling strong i then i yes stronger than i i'm i'm (laughs) the electrolytes are flowing i mean i'm just saying maybe it's a whole new market Right? Did you, work, pro- did you work out before the show? Like, were you uh, doing heavy exercise, or did you drink a lot last night? What What was it? None of that. Just trying to be as hydrated as possible. But I see you're kind of ridiculing it, you know, real, real low key. So, <laughs> congratulations. AJ Hoffman, everyone. Thank you, RJ. Great to be here today. The Carolina Panthers pulled the trigger on a Baker Mayfield trade. Chet Holmgren makes a strong first impression for the Thunder, and the market becomes more bullish on KD staying in Brooklyn. I think I know what the Vegas lead, though, is, RJ. Yeah, but I'm interested in your phrasing. Pulled the trigger. So what was it? What is your understanding that this is the same deal that was out there before and there was no concession for the Browns? And oh, absolutely not. I think the, the Panthers the, why, were waiting until the trigger the, mean they got to a point where they felt comfortable making the deal, which meant mm, the, the, the Browns think, finally said, this is how much money we will eat, which I think was the whole hold up the entire time. Well, I think they were probably eating some of that money, the whole negotiation, right? They just finally sure. got the price. All right. Yes, it's Baker. And I think we should tease ahead. In a few minutes, we're going to have a big disagreement about how much Carolina benefits. But I think we start with the Browns. The Panthers receive Baker Mayfield. The Browns will get either a fourth or fifth round pick in 2024, depending on Baker's playing time. The Browns are going to pay $10.5 million of Mayfield's original 2022 salary of 18.8. The Panthers will pay 4.8 of that, and Baker Mayfield agreed to give up the last $3.5 million in remaining salary in order to make the trade happen. Okay, point number one. And maybe the most important point in this entire saga, either team, the Cleveland Browns need a backup quarterback as badly as any team I can think of in the last 50 years or 30 years of the NFL. Now, let's think about that a second. Coming into the season, we know Deshaun Watson's the starter. We don't. They paid a bunch of picks, a bunch of money, took a bunch of uh, reputational hits because of them, you know, compromising in many people's eyes in signing Deshaun, and then giving him the most guaranteed contract with the biggest guarantee financially in the history of the sport. So probably one of the most questionable. Um, off-the-field quarterbacks ever? That's an interesting point. Think about that, AJ. Who's a quarterback, a starting quarterback that has had more, maybe I'm missing someone, who has had more big question marks with his off-the-field? Mike Vick. Ah, wow, that's interesting. I think people love dogs, but not as much, I mean, I, I think, I think there's more outrage over this than there was over. And, and remember, Vic. Well, but remember, Mike Vic when he came back, he was coming out of prison. Like he, like this was a, yeah, an ex-con it, playing starting quarterback for an NFL team. No, but you can go to prison for tax evasion too, right? Sure. And so, I mean, he went to prison for something worse than tax evasion. But if you compare, and let's get McKenzie's thoughts in here. If you compare, and, and it is a little nuanced. Because on one hand, you can say you've got 
a questionable accusation, unproven accusations. It certainly legally it hasn't re, it didn't reach a threshold of a legal case. It did in a civil case. He settled. Now, does that mean Deshaun's guilty, or does that mean because of the price I heard it was pretty modest? Does it mean that the women didn't feel great about their case? I don't know. I'm not going to make that judgment. But he did settle. But let's just say a partially proven accusation of harassment, physical harassment, I guess you could say, against women. And I guess I don't know if harassment is the right word or assault, however you want to say it, against women versus the killing of, a, of dogs. To me, the Watson one feels worse. What do you think, Mackenzie? I think Michael Vick showed contrition by 2009 when he came back. If it would have been a very different story right after it happened. But Watson can't show any contrition because he's fighting these. He's denying these accusations. So well, I, I think that's I don't the biggest think, difference. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not – we don't have any idea if that's not the re, – or if that's the reason he's not showing uh, remorse, contrition, however you want to say. He's not saying, I'm sorry, I feel bad for it happening. He's saying it didn't happen. Now, you're right. saying maybe he, he can only say that because he's fighting it, but we don't know if he's going to say that after or if he's going to then come around, right? It's a good point. So yes. my, from what I've seen, AJ, his adamance about this and says he's not going to come around, that he's going to stick to his story. Agreed. So we don't know for sure, but let's just say the worst – in the last 20 years then, right? Vic's been, has it been 20 since he came out? Of, or it was 2009, 2009 he came back, wow. yeah. that seems like, you know, usually things always seem um, shorter in the past, you know, not as far in the past as they are. That one seems longer in the past for me for some reason. It, it feels like, it, it's certainly, uh, I think a safe way to say it, it's certainly on the Mount Rushmore of controversial starting quarterback. Yeah, but like I mean, ben, what we're saying Vic, is, and, uh, before Vic, who else would be? Uh, Big Ben, probably. Oh, well, I mean, to me, that that's not even close. I mean, he didn't have a legal case. He didn't have there wasn't a civil case against him. He did a settlement, but that's a lot more. And, and at worst, it was and I'm not saying you can't go to jail for a bad 20 minutes or whatever. But it's like if you have a bad 20, sometimes you kill someone and you go to jail for right. life. You get the electric chair. But in general, if you got someone that got drunk and maybe got handsy or whatever, and again, I don't know what was proven in that case. I'm not sure much was. I know he did pay her off, but it was like three and a half years later, wasn't it? Yes. Remember we looked but at that. You, but doesn't that make it comparable to the, the Deshaun case? Because maybe there was, maybe there's no you know, fire here. It's all smoke. No, you're right. Here's the thing. We've been on air talking about Deshaun's a big question mark. We're assuming for a minute that there's some truth to what is being accused. And that's why I said a question mark, right? Fair. There's the biggest, because there wasn't as, well, I guess over Ben, there was a question mark. Did he do anything? Did he do something so bad he should have gone to jail? You know, I don't know. But I found that Big Ben one interesting as we dug into it a little bit. There there wasn't a civil case, but it took three and a half years to settle. That's (laughs) wild. you got to wonder what that even means. I don't know. Yeah. So let's say this. At at best, not at worst, at best, he's one of the three biggest controversies with a quarterback in the last 30 years. I I think that's without question. And so now the question becomes, how does that guy get the biggest guarantee in the history of the sport if the Browns don't love him? They love his game. They don't like it. They love it. They gave up more picks than probably pretty much anyone since Herschel Walker trade. 
Or, or I guess the um, who was the running back that that Mike Ditka took? Uh, Ricky Williams. Yes, Ricky Williams from UT. There you go. Yeah, I remember. Um, I think he's. I think he's doing like. Um, Legal marijuana now, actually. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. He's been waiting. <laughs> We're straight out of Vegas. Now, the to me, we know the Browns love Watson. We also know you agree with that, right, AJ? 100%. We also know that the Browns roster without Watson, meaning quarterback agnostic, meaning Assume there are no quarterbacks or everyone has a robot quarterback that's identical. How good would the teams be? So we're just removing the quarterback from the calculation. Browns are a top five team. Do you disagree? Nope, I do not disagree. So you have a top five team with a top five quarterback based upon history. His most recent year he played. He was a he, he was as good as anyone, and people don't know this. A lot of people don't. They went four and twelve. You were in Houston at the time. Yep. You know, you didn't have a press pass. It was revoked. <laughs> you know, again, I still want someone to tell me when the number one radio show in a market has their and that was you and Fred over you know those couple years. You had more number ones than anyone, and somehow. The lead, one of the lead hosts didn't have a press pass to the local football team. How egregious was that guy to that team? You gotta wonder. I want to get. It's got to. It's got to be terrible. I'm gonna try to get an investigative reporter on this. <laughs> you know, not like not like Don Van Notter or something, but like a little lower. Some of the. All right, but the reality is four and twelve looks horrible. But if you look at the stats, the last time Deshaun played, the year before last. He was as good as Aaron Rodgers. Some could, you could look at it a certain way and say better. As good as Brady. As good as Josh Allen. As good as Mahomes. He was right there in that uh, level. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. So if you have a top five non-quarterback roster, you have a top five quarterback, it means you have one of the best teams in the NFL. You've got the Tampa Bay Bucks from two years ago, or the or the Rams last year. You've got a Super Bowl contender. Rams, if not a Super Bowl winner. Rams. Stafford wasn't close to the top five last but, year. Yeah, no, God, no. Would you think? I, I thought he was he borderline top five last year. He went he ninth was, in our QB draft. Uh, that's fair. Where did he go, Mackenzie? Ninth. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, <laughs> so the Browns are as good as anyone with if Deshaun's there. He's not going to be there all 16 games. What's your speculation right now, AJ, of when uh, or how many games Deshaun misses? I still think he's going to miss a full year. You're uh, kidding me. But you want to bet? No. No, I don't want I mean, I, I think there's a wide range of outcomes. I, I think the minimum is going to be 10. So what odds will you give me that it's less than 10? Three to uh, one? No. Well, you said the no, minimum is ten. How you seem sure? That's of, on what? No, I'm not sure at all. I said I'm not sure. That's oh, why I'm, I'm saying I, I'm confused. I, my, the oh, hold min, on, my minimum guess would be ten. Your minimum guess, okay. But when you say the minimum is ten, it's, you're saying you can't imagine it'd be less than ten. But I, that's at least the way I took it. But you don't mean that. that no, I don't mean that. I'm, I'm a, my assumption would be that it would be no less than ten. But I, I, so what, what I'm saying is yeah, okay. I would be surprised if it was less than 10. I think the odds are better than 50%. It's less than 10. So it'll be interesting. You want to you do a bet on that one? We'll do even money. Oh, I'll do even money. All right. Press the button. And t- 10 is a push? 
Um, let me think right, about you said, this. You said less than 10, so. No, you, well, hold on a second. Let's think about that a second. You said, I can't imagine it's going to be less than 10. Yep, you're right. You get 10. All right. See, I'm, I'm just fair, dude. Uh, well, you were waiting for me to give you a, a, a discounted well, price. Well, it seems, I mean, I mean <laughs> you do understand how you communicated in a way that made it seem like you couldn't fathom it being less than 10. Then when you somehow corrected it, then I said, okay, I'll bet it there. But if you're going to say you can't imagine this less than 10, I'm going to take three to one or something, right? I, I that I, You know, if it's there, I it can't blame you for trying to take it. Yeah. And let's be candid. You're a little bit shell-shocked off of last night's uh, draft we did. Maybe a little. A little bit, a little bit. Let's just say this, guys. If you want to see AJ chagrined, just search. That's a good for, word for it. Search for pregame.com on your, in your, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Your RJ podca- Bell's dream preview. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I meant the, on their podcast feed, and then you're gonna see the straight out of Vegas here, which is obviously this show, and we have a pod every day, and you can follow that easy for free. And then you'll see another pod from me, and that's just once a week, and you can follow that if you want. But if you look at yesterday's, uh, the once a week or from yesterday, or I guess it came out this morning, AJ was so... I got to just tell the story real quick. You, you know, I'll tell it at the beginning of the next segment. I don't want to... I want to finish the Browns day. It's so good, though. Is... The reality is when you have one of the best teams in the NFL, but you know heading into the season that your quarterback is likely to miss multiple games. That's a rare thing. Like, think about it. The Patriots had that in the aftermath of Deflategate, right? They knew they were going to miss four. In theory, you could say, well, the starter, if he's hurt, you got to really worry about the backup. But in a weird way, is that, you know, how often are starters, I guess there's time starters are hurt. And they were going to miss the first six games or something. I don't know. That doesn't seem to happen too much, but I guess it could. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it does. It's rare that they come into the season injured knowing that they'll be playing at some point this yeah, year. Yeah, that, I think so. I guess in theory, if you blew out your knee like in week 12, that would be the case. I just don't remember a lot of the. But, but those te- those by statistics, they wouldn't probably be one of the best teams just because there's only three or four teams that meet that criteria every year. So I, I, can, I can't think of a time that a team that was with their quarterback would be a top five, top three team that had their quarterback likely to miss like half a season. And if there is one or two, does any, can you guys think of any? What's kind of funny is Joe Burrow would have fit that if you listened to reports in November that he was not going to be back until the middle of the year. But then in training camp, but, he was going to be back. But coming into the, the season, the Bengals yeah. weren't even close to a top five team. True. You see the distinction? I'm saying that this is a team where them not having the quarterback it might make the difference between the Super Bowl or not. Now, the Bengals ended up making the Super Bowl, but no one predicted that. Right. I think we bet under on the win total at seven and a half or six and a half. I can't remember. AJ, you agree this is a rare occurrence? It's certainly a rare occurrence. And I, the, I can't think of an example of the, uh, the other side. Yeah, I mean, the, the Patriots would be an example, but it was four games. Right, and it wasn't an injury. Like, they knew they, well, it they didn't knew matter. the exact they knew date he was going to come yeah. back. But still, that, that is a similar scenario. The backup quarterback really mattered in that spot. Yep. Right, but this one probably matters for the Browns about double as much because eight games is very viable. I don't think ten, but eight. And you know what? They have the bet, or they had, 
the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Like, think about it. Baker Mayfield, who's a... Uh, let's do this. We'll take our first break, and you ponder. And you can tweet at me, at RJ in Vegas, if you, if you come up with an answer. Tell me who's a backup quarterback in the NFL that's even close to Baker Mayfield right now. Stay tuned. And he's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words, then the heavens going to fall. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Okay, I usually talk about how this is a good day to join us, but I'm going to say something a little different here. If you get triggered by aggression, if you get upset by someone who's um, contentious, you might want to like listen with it a little lower. I think you still listen, 
But I think he lowered a little because AJ is, he's worked up. I don't know if it's 100% the beating he took last, yesterday in that draft. Or is there some, is there some other, is there any personal problems, AJ? No personal problems. I'm, so not, just, I, I'm ju- promising I'm not worked up. It's just the draft? Yeah, it must be that. <laughs> I'm, cer- I'm certainly not passionate enough about the Carolina Panthers to be worked up over this. I mean, McKenzie, in, in, in the, during the break, what'd you think of that? His, his outburst. I thought we should just, I thought we needed like a 15 second pause at one point just yeah. so that there was no blows. And it was, <laughs> and it was literally me disagreeing with him about some cockamamie theory about Jimmy G. It was just some crazy theory that I debunked in about 20 seconds. And he was mad. I even started to debunk it. All right. Try to keep your cool. All right. I'll do my best. <laughs> This is the fastest Christian on Fox Sports Radio. Audience has doubled in the last year plus. It's because of you. It's because of AJ, too. But it's because of you, mostly. We appreciate it. Keep spreading the word. We'll keep producing great shows. Or good shows, let's say. And some occasional great ones. You can listen on uh, foxsportsradio.com. Just go there. You can find the local station or listen to the streaming of all the shows here in Vegas on the Strip. 101 degrees. The neon is boiling like AJ's anger (laughs) we've talked about the baker mayfield to carolina panthers trade looking at some changes in the odds carolina's win total is upgraded by half a win from 5.9 to now now here's the question four i'm sorry say that say it again 5.9 to 6.4 wins i apologize for stepping on that is how much was built in to the number before the trade meaning everyone speculated that this was a a viable landing spot for Baker Mayfield, Carolina, is the way the market will do that is say, what's the odds of him coming and what's the adjustment? You know, my gut feeling is the thing fall or their win total falls to like five, if not five under one twenty, if they if they went into the season, imagine this with a disaster <laughs> at quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think you're right, and I think we've seen how that works in the NBA title odds. As soon as Kevin Durant said he wanted to be traded, a bunch of teams, they, they started to adjust before he moves. And they don't need Durant near as much as Carolina needed another quarterback. And, and the week one adjustment goes from, it was Cleveland minus three and a now half. Remember, it's who's now, playing? Make clear who's Cleveland. Playing. Cleveland plays at Carolina in week one. Cleveland had been three-and-a-half-point road favorites. Cleveland now a one-point favorite at Carolina. So a two-and-a-half-point uh, move for that week one. I still – you know, but here's the thing. Let's think about this. So the Browns were on the road favored by three-and-a-half? Yes. Or three, all right, three-and-a-half. Three-and-a-half. So let's say two points for home field, five-and-a-half points better than Carolina. So right away that line – was not near as high as it would be with Deshaun Watson. It was assuming Watson wasn't going to be playing. So So in a weird way, this Baker trade affects both sides of it. Where if you had Baker with Sam Darnold on the other side, what would the line be? And now it's Baker on one side, the other side, Carolina, and Jacoby Brissett. So Jacoby Brissett's what? I think three points worse than Baker. So, I think that's probably fair. Two and a half, three. So in a way, this could be a, this would be a six-point adjustment because it's going to be minus three for Cleveland. And, and, and now the question becomes, well, how much better is Baker than Darnold? 
four, five points? But Do you think Brissett's that much better than Darnold? What Brissett against Darnold doesn't mean anything. We had we well, you have just to... said that there was a three point adjustment from away from Baker. Oh, you're just doing being... you're doing the transitive property? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that Jacoby Brissett is multiple points better than I think Sam Darnold is the worst quarterback to take more than a hundred snaps or I don't know, more than three hundred snaps in the la- in this century in the NFL. Oh, wow. <laughs> I the mean, stats will back you up on that one. Yeah, they will. I'm telling you, AJ, there's a site, um, uh, God, I think it's Sports Information Systems. They're, they're, they're kind of like a football outsiders, but they're more B2B, you know, business to business. They provide stats to newspapers and media people. They have a, a pretty, int- you know, pretty respected formula for ranking quarterbacks. And in the middle of last season, I think it was, but it was sometime last season, they looked at their career, quarterbacks' careers, and there were 79 quarterbacks that were act that had thrown a pass in the NFL that were on a team. So I guess that makes sense, right? Usually about three a team, but some teams yep. don't have three. And Baker Mayfield was ranked 79 out of 79. Uh, Sam Darnold was ranked. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sam Darnold was yes. And I mean, that says he was worse than every backup and the third stringers. And I'm not sure yeah, that's you're wrong. You're not going to get argument from me. I think Sam Darnold is horrible. No, he's the worst. It's, it, this is a but case I, you could use the worst. If I, yeah, I agree. He is the worst. I do think, though, that you are higher on Baker Mayfield than I am. Okay. And, and that's probably – but let's let's – and that will segue into, well, what's the effect for Carolina? But to finish up the effect for Cleveland, we've got – and, and you guys proposed another backup quarterback that would be equally good, if not maybe a little better, and that is Jimmy G. So Jimmy G being a backup, at least it's something that he could be chosen as a backup by Sam Fran. They have his rights, right? And they have real uncertainty with a rookie quarterback, or I guess a second-year quarterback that hasn't you know played and no one's seen him. We weren't sure where he was. I mean, I mean, let's be candid. He could have changed numbers and been playing in college football last year, and we wouldn't have known it. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, think Get about his confidence it. up. Yeah, or he could have been in the G League playing basketball. We just don't know. <laughs> I mean, they they had him come in for a couple games, I guess, but he didn't score. Any, he didn't throw any touchdowns. I don't think. Did he? I don't know. How are you feeling about that, McKenzie? James Jones compared him the Who's stuff James that he's hearing Who's about James him, Jones? former Packers wide receiver. He said, the stuff I'm hearing about Trey Lance from the other 49ers is a lot like Rodgers back in the day, a lot like Mahomes back in the day. Okay, it's I'm one con- guy, it's one quote, but it's a good I, one. I, I'm confused about something. This is a guy, is he in the league right now? No, works for NFL.com, So I it's a retired player who works for NFL.com. <laughs> And then he's, as a media member, getting information from the 49ers. Is that correct? The players. He he said he was talking to the players. Oh, the players. Okay. AJ, are you convinced? Trey Trey, Trey Lance scored six touchdowns last year. Six touchdowns in uh, in college football? What team was he playing for? No, in the National Football League, he scored six touchdowns, believe it or not. He scored a couple as a gadget player. Week one and week three, he scored just coming on for one or two plays. Yeah, five touchdown passes, one rushing touchdown last season. Well, when you throw a touchdown pass, that's not you scoring a touchdown. 
Okay, well, I do. You can't have two two players scoring a touchdown. He accounted for six touchdowns. So he threw five touchdowns and he ran for one. Yes. Or he he scored. Okay. Yeah, that's why the six threw me. I thought you were talking about him playing like Division II somewhere. (laughs) Remember, remember like at the end of Eight Men Out when they were watching and it it says, Is that Shoeless Joe the way he ran that down? Like Shoeless Joe Jackson just disappeared. And was playing like in like single way somewhere in the Carolinas or whatever. Doesn't have to. You think that's like, what Trey Lance did last season? It would have made his his year more productive. Probably so. <laughs> All right. So we know there's big questions there, but we also know that Jimmy G's contract is significant. How much is it, McKenzie? Twenty-seven million. Okay. Now you might. Fully, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Not fully guaranteed. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't ask that. Did I, did, did I ask that? No. Then why are you saying it? Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Think about how much we're not going to care about anything Aaron Rodgers does once he retires. Right? I, I already don't care about anything he does that's not on a football field. But in a way, all the stuff he does off the field affects him on the field. So you gotta you gotta monitor yeah. it, AJ. You got to monitor yeah. it. Fez is Fezic is so high on the Green Bay. It makes no way sense. Way higher than I am, certain. Way higher than you are. Oh my god. We I mean we had a quarterback draft a couple weeks ago. I, I dominated that. Would you agree with that? AJ? I I I think you have the best team. And <laughs> I think dominated is a strong word. That's all. Fez had the number one pick and he took Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I know the last two years you could make the case he's, you know, he won the MVPs right there. But when you lose your best receiver that you're hyper dependent on and you're a year older, the idea that he's going to have the best year this year seems crazy to me. But Green Bay's right up there with the title watch, no doubt. So to finish the point is Jimmy G has a big contract, but he his, his the the um, dead cap hit if they just cut him is very modest. So it would cost them marginally, you know, over twenty million dollars to keep him, and and we're not exactly sure. It might be like two million. There's a discrepancy, or it might be seven. That is the dead cap num- number. But either way, it would cost them over twenty million to keep them. But now let's finally look at the Browns, who need a quarterback, a quarterback more than any team this century. I'd say, again, that's because they have an elite team other than the quarterback. They have a really good quarterback, except for the games he's going to miss. And thus, the, having a serviceable quarterback, or even better, in those missed games is vital. And because of the way that they paid $10 million of this contract to trade him, AJ, it would have cost him about $8 million to have Baker as their backup quarterback. I mean, how do you say no to that? How did the Browns let it get so bad? This is a guy that beginning last year, he was favored to get a franchise deal he was over 50 percent for sure and even guys like colin that don't like baker at all said you know as a player he said well you know if they pay 30 for him i could deal with it so it's like they were thinking hey this guy's not worth 45 but he's worth 30 even the detractors and now he plays a year injured 
and they it's so bad they don't want him for eight million where they need him very badly. What do you think of that, AJ? I think the Brown the way the Browns handle and I understand why they wanted to get Deshaun over Baker because yeah. Deshaun was a clear upgrade. But I think the way that they handled it, saying we need an, an adult at quarterback, it, it made that bridge irreparable at, at some point where it just it, they the Browns mishandled the situation to the point where keeping Baker wasn't a real option. Uh, except Baker was quoted what two. Weeks 10 days ago saying, you know, if they would have to come to me. So that was him saying, I'm here. If you simply, you know, make right what I am aggrieved about, I'm open. Like, what else could that mean, right? Well, I, I thought it was a, a nice – I thought it was Baker being the bigger person and just saying they, they, that's something that they'd have to approach me about, but I think we've both moved on from this yeah. situation. What he's saying is he was tamping down expectations. I mean, that's the, let's just say this. If you're the Browns and you had any thought you wanted Baker, that was the best thing he could have said because tamping down expectations means if it doesn't happen, you're not going to get blamed for it, right, if you're the Browns. Yeah. But, but it opens the door – and you just got to eat a little bit of crow. That's it. A little bit of crow. And they wouldn't do it. No. And to me, how many years do you get with a window like this, with all your guys on reasonable contract? Not many. And no. And I think the even the more fascinating thing is they're they're paying ten and a half million dollars to not have Baker Mayfield. Like that's how much they wanted him gone. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, it's finally the heads-up battle. AJ is saying, and we don't have to hide the position. It's obvious. AJ is saying Carolina really didn't win this trade. They didn't get much. I'm going to say they got the most important player in the NFL is the one that replaces Sam Darnold. Stay tuned. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Okay, we've established, I think, beyond a reasonable doubt, the Browns needed a backup. They had a second quarterback, effectively could have been a backup. They let him go, and they only gained uh, $5.5 million. They gained $5.5 million. That's all they gained. I mean, wow. Uh, Effectively, it's all they saved, right? And... (laughs) It's crazy. But now the question becomes, what does Carolina gain? AJ thinks it's modest. I think it's bigger. AJ, you have the honors. Make your case. Yeah, I think Carolina being a a pretty bad non-quarterback roster, we've seen Baker Mayfield be a, a below average quarterback for most of his career with a very good roster. I, I don't think that Baker Mayfield is the kind of player that can take a bad roster like Carolina and suddenly turn them into something. So I, I, to me, and especially when you consider Carolina, got, they drafted a quarterback this year, Matt Corral. If this was going to be whoa, whoa, a, a whoa, year whoa, where you uh, didn't stop, what, what round was he drafted? <laughs> They traded up into the third round to get him. Traded up into the, in, up into the third. So a third-round quarterback. How often do third-round quarterbacks play significant time their rookie year? Rarely. Okay, continue. 
But obviously Sam Darnold was going to be bad. If this was going to be a down year anyway, why not scratch that lottery ticket of Matt Corral, who, by the way, fell for off-field reasons. He wasn't a third-round talent. This was a pretty good quarterback who had some off-field issues that caused him to slip in the draft. Well, that seems like less reason you want to put your franchise in his hand. Hands. But if you, if Baker Mayfield doesn't, if the Panthers are no good this year, what now you don't know what you've got in Matt Corral, and you go into next season with no Sam Darnold, no Baker Mayfield, and a question mark with Matt Corral. So what do you do at that point? Well, you trade for another quarterback. You draft a first-rounder. Listen, I agree. You want to scratch a lottery ticket on a third-rounder, but with a guy like that, it probably don't, you don't want it to be the first year. right? You don't want it to be his job coming in. That, I mean, that's I don't think there's ever been anything like that. A third rounder that it has the job handed to him before training camp, not handed to him, but be in the driver's seat. That and that's what you're saying. Effectively, you'd have to do, but or you'd have Sam Darnold, or Sam but, Darnold. So to me, listen, I'd rather take someone off the street randomly that was between the ages of 22 and, tw- and 32. That was a male. <laughs> I swear, just randomly go down the Vegas Strip. It has to be male. Well, yeah, it can't. I mean, a female is not going to play quarterback in the NFL, are they? I don't, think I don't know. Is it, has there could been, be, you, I mean, you, Q- you, don't, you don't know that, AJ? I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm saying maybe a female could put up a better QBR than Sam Darnold is all I was saying. Has, okay, so here's the flaw in your thinking, in my opinion, my humble opinion. It doesn't matter how good Baker Mayfield is. It matters how good he is relative to Sam Darnold. When you have a bad team or you have a good team, the quarterback affects the team more than any other player. How much of an upgrade, and you're a pessimist with Darnold, in, or I'm sorry, you're a pessimist with Baker Mayfield in general, but you, how many points do you think he's better per game than Sam Darnold? Two, two and a half points. How many points? Two to two and a half points better. Well, I ha- you know, Mackenzie's banned the rest of the show. You might have to get banned. That is horrendous. I, I mean, do, what has Baker Mayfield done in this league? I, I he had know, one Mayfield, good year. By, by, every any, other year. by any reasonable assessment, Baker Mayfield – and now, again, if we want to say the off-field stuff is his fault, and I think a lot of it probably was, now you got to start to adjust for that. But if we say, for simplicity's sake, set that aside, let's look at him on the field only – Baker Mayfield, to me, is at worst 16th best quarterback. In the four years he's been in the NFL, he's finished in the top 16 of QBR one time. Okay. Well, listen, we got to run. We'll pick this up tomorrow. All right, if you missed any of today's show, including a great breakdown of the Baker Mayfield trade, check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. And like R.J. said, we'll continue the conversation on Baker. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is Straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.